joy, peace, tranquility, vibrancy, and wellness. Isn't this what you want instead of constant stress? That's what host Rochelle Lawson is going to help you with on Blissful Living. There are many ways to reduce stress, some you may not even know about. Doesn't a little peace and tranquility sound like just what you've been looking for? Relax for a few minutes with Rochelle. She's the queen of feeling fabulous. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Blissful Living. This is the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson, and it is my honor and pleasure to bring to you a wonderful show today. Now, before I get into our wonderful guest, I want to talk to you or just kind of tease you a little bit about, um, you know, health and wellness is really important to me, and as you know, wellness is I think, the greatest asset that we have. But isn't it interesting to find out different ways that we can stay healthy and well or get healthy and well or keep ourselves healthy and well? And um, today's guest is going to share with us um, some wonderful nuggets of gold about how we can get, stay, be healthy and well. And so before I get into her and share her with you, I just want you to make sure you get a piece of paper, something to write with, find a nice comfortable place to relax for a little bit, take some time out for yourself, get your favorite beverage, and really just enjoy the essence of what's going to be bestowed upon us today. Now, I want to thank our sponsors, our corporate sponsors, Blissful Living for You at BlissfulLivingTheNumberForYou.com. Check them out. There's wonderful things that they have available on the site with regards to helping you to improve, build, sustain your wellness, your wisdom, your wealth, um, or anything else that fits in those three arenas that may be piquing your curiosity. So check out Blissful Living, the number four, com. The other corporate sponsor is a telecommunications installation company located in the heart of Silicon Valley, and they've been there for about 30 years. And um, they specialize in network distribution, so your installation of your voice, your data, your fiber optics, your uh, wireless systems, your access points for your wireless system, speaker, video, audio, you name it. Anything with how we do business telephonically and tele- telecommunications-wise today, they can help you out and make sure your network distribution is operating effectively and efficiently. And their model is they make the right connections because without those right connections, Millions of dollars could be lost if you can't communicate telephonically or telecommunications-wise, video, audio, wireless, whatever, with your customers. So if you have a need or you know someone that is looking to up-level their telecom network distribution or need some ad moves or changes when it comes to voice and data cabling, you want to check out All Day Cable Inc. at alldaycableinc.com. So let me share with you... I'm so excited because today's show is actually sponsored by our guest today. And let me tell you about this fabulous lady. Her name is Anne Musico, and she is a certified holistic health coach and the founder of the Three-Dimensional Vitality website. She is an author of her book, Today is Still the Day, and it was just published. She's a wellness blogger and an independent nutritional consultant who has worked with women of all ages for over the past 10 years to empower them to exemplify lives of vibrant health and wholeness, spirit, soul, and body in a way that's simple and effective. Her focus is on nutrition, detox, and healthy long-term weight loss because she believes those areas are the are most often the root cause of so many other problems. She addresses them not only from the physical, but from the spiritual and the soul as well, which are often overlooked in some of the more traditional modalities of medicine. So it brings me great pleasure to welcome Anne Musico to Blissful Living. Welcome, Anne. How are you doing? Oh, thank you so much, Rochelle. I am doing wonderful, and I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for the uh, opportunity. 
We are so happy that um, you said yes, because it's always a blessing for one. And then I always like talking to people, particularly about my love of, you know, health and well-being and, um, you know, the holistic aspect, because we don't get that typically in Western medicine. No one talks about, you know, your spirit or your, you know, your mind when it comes to being healthy, not unless you have a mental illness, right? Right, Um, right. But the holistic aspect is fabulous. So I want to ask you, first of all, what led you into becoming not just a health coach, because that's pretty basic, but a holistic health coach? What what's led you into that? That is such a great question. Um, nutrition and health have been part of my life for as long as I can remember. My grandmother, who lived with us, taught us things that she learned in her little village in Greece with herbs and, and different foods and things like that. And my one uncle was what most people would consider a health nut long before we had Internet and all the resources we have now. Um, and he used to take us to health food stores. That was kind of our, our day out, my brother and I. He would take us to health food stores, and we'd look around, and he'd tell us about all the supplements and, and vitamins and what they do in your body. And I was just always fascinated by that. Um, as, oh. I, as I got older, I did begin reading books on natural health, and one, one of the first was by Adele Davis, and I began using supplements regularly. And people, I mean, I was a secretary for many years, and people mm-hmm. would come and ask me, I, they'd see me taking supplements with my lunch and say, what are you taking? Why are you taking that? And so they'd ask me what I thought they should do for whatever certain issue they might have and (laughs) so I was kind of coaching informally for many years before it became something that I I felt like I was called to do Um, about 10 years ago I actually got an email from Jordan Rubin who had founded Garden of Life Uh um, and he was introducing his biblical health institute and offering a coaching certification And after praying about it and discussing it with my husband and my children, um, I did the training and became certified and launched my website because I wanted to approach it not just from the physical aspect of it, but also the spiritual and the mind and the emotions as well because, Mm. you know, we're a tripart being and you uh, you can't ignore one part of your being and be healthy. Right. Right, right. Wow. I I mean, that's super cool. So you basically started out as the go-to office holistic (laughs) kind of, you know, (laughs) doctor in the office, right? Right. Um, Which was really cool, really, really cool. (laughs) And then, you know, lo and behold, you know, you didn't know back then that, oh, that was, you know, probably your path. You didn't know it. You're just doing it and sharing your wisdom, right? Right. And look where you are today. You you know, you're a certified holistic health coach, and I love that um, you practice um, holistic medicine um, because of the, you know, the mind-body-spirit component. I love that. Now, I want to ask you, um, and I know you've come across um, lots of people that fit this category. Um, but what do you what what is it that you share with people um when it comes to holistic health coaching that actually has them awaken or I guess yeah awaken to it and be receptive to it because sometimes when you put that holistic word in front they think it's all woo woo. So what do you do or how do you share with people like, you know, your vision of what you do for your clients in a holistic manner that doesn't kind of make it seem so woo-woo? Well, I am so far away from woo-woo, it's not not even funny, but um, I guess people (laughs) just kind of, they... They don't realize that all holistic means is you address the whole person. So that includes spirit, soul, and body. And because I believe health is each person's responsibility, but if you're 
properly informed, you are empowered to make the most effective decisions about your own health and wellness. It really isn't your doctor's responsibility or your husband or your your wife or your, you know, or anyone's. It's your right. responsibility to make the decisions. And in the very simplest uh, form, I consider myself a change agent. I offer resources information, meal plans, recipes. I give people options to consider, as well as encouragement and motivation and support so that they're able to make informed decisions together with their health care provider. The most important part of my coaching is providing a caring, listening ear. Um, Mm. Sometimes just knowing you're being heard and validated is is the most important part. Um, I mean, I, yeah. I, under, I understand. I think you're how, right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Go on. The yeah. average amount of time a doctor spends with patients is not that long. Um, they, they minutes. Did a, they did a survey, <laughs> actually, and depending on the specialty, um, they spend between 13 and 24 minutes, depending on the specialty. Right. And, in a re, and, and they found that a patient is only allowed to speak for about 12 seconds on average before being interrupted. And I'm not sharing that to be critical of doctors at all. However, I'm saying that a health coach can fill gaps that doctors and perhaps nutritionists and dietitians do not have the time or resources to fill. So, right, and I can validate that for you because I was a, I am a registered nurse, an Ayurvedic nurse practitioner, but when I was in the clinical setting, mm-hmm. I can totally validate that I know for the healthcare maintenance organization that I worked for, these physicians had appointments every 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So you think about it, that's four people an hour that they're seeing. Yep. They really can't spend too much time talking no. to you about diet or anything really other than what you're there for. Um, And in the essence of that, you know, if you needed a procedure, say you had an ingrown toe or whatever, that's in that 15 minutes, Mm -hmm. right? So it's really, you know, they they really have to sometimes go in laser sharp. And you're right, the, the, the patient doesn't get to articulate. And a lot of times they have additional questions, but by the time it's all, you know, the doctor's done. They feel so, they feel like they're overwhelming the doctor. They don't want to put them behind. They don't want to impose upon the doctor exactly. that they just let their questions go unanswered. And so I can validate that, you know, probably truly, 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 maybe I say 12 to 24 minutes, average of 15. And the patients really don't get that much to talk about because the doctors have to be so laser focused. So right. not you know, not a dig on them by any means. No, not at all. But, but definitely that's why there's people, right. That's just why there's people like you that actually have time to listen, you know, to the the individual and really dive into what their true concerns are so that you can really help them. Absolutely. That's perfect. That's (laughs) perfect. You really did validate that. That was perfect. Your experience was perfect. I mean, but you know, you know, it's true. So now, say, um, this is the other thing that I want to ask you because I've heard this um, before. Mm-hmm. People that are, I want to say, more Western medicine. That's you know, and there's a ton of them. Not everybody's awakened sure. to other, you know, balance, you know, modalities that help us to stay healthy right. and well. But people are truly focused on all they really know about is Western medicine, and they know about treatment science. They know about I have a pain, I want the pain to go away. To heck with getting to the root cause of the pain, just give me the pill, right? Mm -hmm. When you ask them or when you approach them or have a discussion with them with regards to coaching, first of all, how do you explain exactly what a, you know, holistic health coach is or a health coach in general and why is this important for them to have one of those in their lives? I think this is something everybody should pay attention to. Go ahead, Ann. Well, you know, I come across people, and I call them doctor people, because if the doctor says it, they will do it. Um, 
And, and oh, and by not, doors, the doctor, the doctor is right 100% of the exactly. time. You know that. <laughs> exactly. Right. And, that is, and I, and I've, I've in, in fact, just recently there was a, one of my clients who's done fabulously. I worked with her and with her husband, and a friend of hers was having an issue, and she said, wouldn't, why wouldn't you consider having just a consultation with, with Anne Musico, and maybe she could help you? And she said, I my doctor is is more intelligent than she is and he he's more educated. So why would I listen oh. to her? So you come across Ouch. people who are close to it and honestly I could talk from now until next Tuesday and they're not going to listen to me. And right. that isn't exactly. the kind of person that I need to work with and I am also kind of picky. I mean if someone Good. is not open to looking at it in a different way or considering maybe it's my diet, maybe I need to change something I'm doing. If they're not open to doing that, it's not a good fit because it's going to waste their time and it's going to waste my time. And there are people who I could help and who are open to it. So, I mean, I can I can analyze their diet and supplements and give them an overview and some possible nutritional imbalances and discuss specific su- suggestions for foods or supplements or strategies and you know if they're really open to it and and I would discuss things spiritually it depends what they're you know and I don't try to force my beliefs on anybody right. but I'm very open about being a Christian and so if you're not comfortable with that, you don't get in touch with me. And I'm right. I just it's just that's the way it is. And um it, it's it's interesting because recently I read a study that said generic weight loss advice that many doctors may give. Say you go to the doctor <laughs> and you know you're overweight. And you right. go to the doctor and he says, Well, you know, you gotta lose weight so you need to um eat less and exercise more. And exercise more. <laughs> So that's what he tells you, and that's a kind of generic. I mean, they don't have a lot of time to go into these things anyway. Right. But that right. generic weight loss advice not only doesn't work, patients tend to lose less weight, according to this study that I read. And it right. said that patients who received more explicit advice lost an average of seven pounds more than that generic advice group. And so when wow. I work with somebody we we discuss specifically i mean they do a very detailed questionnaire if i'm coaching and my book goes you know is not it's not a diet it's kind of i call it a blueprint and that's because there's no i, I don't believe there's one diet that's right for everybody right so um if someone to answer your question finally <laughs> if somebody is really open to exploring different ways that might help them, I can work with them and we can find something that will help them most likely. If they're close to it and they just want a pill, just give me a pill and I'll feel better. I just want to take a pill. I don't want to change how I eat. I don't want to change what I do. (laughs) Well, then there there is not a lot that I can do for you. Right. 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 And those will be the people that say, well, it didn't work. Well, yeah, exactly. Because you, exactly. you didn't want it to work, right? You know, That's you were right. close-minded about it. So, right. um, so now I love that um, you have um, you have you have Greek in you. you have, you're a oh, descendant yes. of Greece. I love that because I love the food. Oh yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, so you know, this this is perfect segue into um, food. Now, mm. you know, you you did just mention that. You know, say someone comes to you or people come to you because they want to lose weight and right. they're open and they want change. They really do want change. And so those that are open that want change right. will be receptive to the information that you have to share with them. Mm-hmm. With regards to losing weight, you know, we have all these um, different diets out there. Oh, yeah. And I hate to say diets because, um, but that's what they call themselves, they you know. Yeah, so diets. Right. Um, not life-sustaining type of things, but, you know, they're diets, right? So when it comes to um, someone coming to you that wants to lose weight, Mm -hmm. what is the first two things that you share with them about weight loss? 
Well, first thing is that you have to be looking at weight loss is a symptom. So, you know, you there's so many different reasons why you might be overweight, and right. there are different parts to it. I mean, you can't just say, okay, I want you to eat a vegetarian diet, or I want you to go keto, or I want you to... Right. It may not be right for you. So mm-hmm. you need to know your body and yourself, your lifestyle, and what's going to work for you. And then we can work within that. There are some basics. I mean, the most important, there are two things to me that make for a healthy diet, and that's um, choosing the highest quality one-ingredient foods that you can find and afford. So Mm. that would be organic grass-fed, grass-finished, wild-caught, pasture-raised. I mean, really, the best quality foods. You want to avoid GMOs, pesticides, um, hormones, antibiotics, those kind mm. of things. Because right. they just toxify your body. Um, so you're, you're getting the highest quality one-ingredient foods is what I call them. So that's foods in a form as close to how God created them. So, I love it. Yeah, one ingredient would be cucumber, chicken, beef, um, raspberries, nuts. I mean, one it, they're foods that do not have ingredients. They would be an ingredient in a meal. So that, was, that would be the first more important part. And the second part is something that I don't think is always looked at very carefully, but it's you have to choose foods that agree with your metabolic makeup. Um, mm. If you're, if I tell you you should be eating spinach and kale and uh, and and lamb every day, and you hate all those foods. <laughs> or you eat them and they give you a stomach ache and they just don't agree with you. It right. doesn't matter how healthy they are. They're not healthy for you. So that's right. why I don't think you can just say um, this is a healthy diet and these are the foods you have to eat. You can you can have a range of foods, and but you have to pay attention to how they affect your body I, I just had this happen with my daughter. She was having some very alarming symptoms, and she wasn't. She was trying to lose weight. She's getting married in September, and she she was trying to you know get down to her best weight, and she right. was having stomach issues and and feeling miserable. And 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 really, we figured out that there were certain foods that they're healthy. And they, she was, you know, looking at things. You know, you go to mom last. It doesn't matter right. what of mom course. knows. You know, but, we don't know anything. <laughs> I know. But within two days of doing what I told her, when we looked at all the things she was eating and we just kind of made some tweaks, within two days the symptoms were gone. And she's mm. been able now over the last, I, I, I really don't even remember how long it's been, but she's lost almost 30 pounds. So she's oh my very gosh. happy. But paying attention to how foods affect you personally and not just saying, okay, you know, this is this is the meal plan. This is what you have to follow. No, you have to pay attention. So to me, those are important things that um, a lot of diets don't really address. Right. I, I thank you for sharing that. I think that's hugely important. And nuggets of gold, you guys out there, as I like to sh- uh, say on the, the show, that, um, you know, so many times we see these diets and things on TV or, you know, friend or whatever, and um, they're not – they're just <laughs> – I want to say they're just put together for the middle-of-the-line people. Mm-hmm. If you're not on that line, if you're right. – tiny millimeter off to the left to the right, it's right. you're gonna have some problems. And the more you get away from that line, the more problems I think you're gonna have. So thank you for sharing that because people need to know that just because there's a diet 
doesn't mean that the components of that diet is going to work with you. And I I also know that with regards to you said and how you deal with um, not just the body but the spirit and the soul as well, um, you can also help people to connect spiritually, energetically with regards to the right foods like you did with your sure. daughter, you know. Absolutely. So I, I think that's hugely important information for you guys out there listening to understand because I know at this time of year, people start wanting to really amp up their weight yeah. loss to get looking sexy, fit, and fine, and that's the guys <laughs> and the girls, for that's summertime, right? right? We less, right. We wear less clothing in summertime. You don't want to be looking you know, out of sorts, so to speak. Right, right. So, or if you have a special event like your daughter's wedding or something, like people sure. want to look good, right? Right. So um, I think it's really important for people to pay attention to this information that you're sharing with regards to, you know, pay attention to what you eat and how what you eat reacts in your body. Your body talks to you all the time. Oh, it's yes. just sometimes we don't pay attention. Or we're right. so busy and distracted that we don't even put the two together, right? That, that's so very true. Very true. Oh my oh my goodness. So now, you know, um we're gonna pause for just a few minutes, but we'll be right back, everyone. And then I wanna ask Anne, since we've been talking about weight loss, um, about detoxification and, you know, how that might help us with uh losing the weight and then maintaining the weight we lost. So just give us a moment and we'll be right back. Come on, y'all! It's that time of year where the New Year's resolutions have fallen by the wayside, where the weather has begun to get nicer, and all those summer outfits are starting to appear in the magazine. Wouldn't it be nice if you could get your body right just in time for summer without having to deprive yourself by doing a crazy diet or exercising until you're exhausted? If you've given up or are just about to give up on your weight loss or fitness goals, hold on. Here's something that's easy to do, will definitely help you drop a pound or two, and will get your body looking right so that you feel and look fabulous, fit, and fine for the summertime. Check out the ultimate weight loss and weight management system at theufactor.biz. I know you might be thinking, I've tried all kinds of diet and exercise programs and nothing works. However, the Ultimate Weight Loss and Weight Management System is not a diet, but a complete program that you can incorporate into your life and start seeing results immediately. In fact, once you get it, it's yours for life, so you never have to diet again. Check it out at theufactor.biz and then kick the door open to summer as you unleash that fabulous fit and fine body of yours. Go to theufactor.biz, spelled with a U, and pick up the Ultimate Weight Loss and Weight Management System today. Okay, we're back. And so, Anne, now I've dropped that um, that little curiosity peeker, but um, I know you do some things with detoxification. And mm-hmm. so can you share with the listeners, um, for one, I want you to just, we're going to keep, we're going to break it down real simple. What exactly is detoxification? Okay. You know, a lot of people get nervous when they <laughs> they hear that word because they think it's going to be some, you know, crazy thing. Detoxification, the way I address it, is just eating in as clean a way as possible, which allows your body to release any toxicity. I mean, we're detoxifying every day. Every time you breathe, you're detoxifying. Right. So, you know, you sweat, you work out, you go out and exercise, that's detoxifying. It's great for you. Um, the first two weeks uh, of my plan in the book and, and when I coach are what I refer to as detox weeks. And mm. all that means is that we want to make the rest of the plan easier and more effective. So when you begin by eliminating certain foods just for that first two weeks that can cause cravings and sensitivities, and that's what we were talking about before, choosing Mm -hmm. foods that agree with you, um, you give your body an opportunity to reset. I mean, you even retrain your taste buds. Your taste buds actually are renewed every 14 days. So when you detox for two weeks in this way by just having lots of clean water, um, non-starchy vegetables, clean protein, we don't, what I recommend, unless there's certain issues, and that's where this becomes a blueprint, 
we kind of eliminate any starchy carbs for those two weeks. Mm-hmm. Not carbs altogether, because you get lots of vegetables. Those are your best carbs, and you have some fruit. But the starches and the grains especially, to allow your body to kind of reset, because those are the things that cause cravings most often. And when you can reset, your taste buds reset. The, the biggest um, thing people tell me after those two weeks is, I, I just I wanted to take a taste of something that they loved. I don't know if it was soda or whatever, and it tasted horrible. Well, mm. now you're actually tasting food again. And you taste, when you eat an apple, it really tastes good. And when you eat something that's artificially flavored, you taste the, the chemicals, and it doesn't taste good. So you're resetting your whole system. That's why detoxifying your body in this gentle way, because it really is. It's just having a lot of fiber, lots of water, and all those clean foods that are really nourishing you, and you're allowing the detoxification process. You're just cleansing, and you're just helping your body do what it does. That's how God created it to work. You do, your body does this naturally. Um, and, and also we work on um, detoxification you know, as far as um, spirit and soul go as well. Because mm. we live in a very toxic world. It's not just the water and the air and the things in the food. There are toxic relationships and memories and beliefs, and those things affect your body just as much as, you know, eating something that has chemicals in it. Mm. Oh, I love it. I love it. So you actually entail, again, with what you do holistically, you actually entail all of it in your detoxification system. I would call it a system. Yep. It just sounds techy. Absolutely. Absolutely, yes. Love it. So now with regards to detoxification or detoxifying, um, do you – do you lead people into say, and this is probably for the people that want to lose weight, because some people just want to detoxify to feel better and slush out right, the toxins, right, right? Right. But there are other people that want to detoxify so that when they step into their specific or their unique plan for them to lose weight, mm-hmm. it actually streamlines the process. I'm Absolutely. thinking. Do, do, so I, I want to say, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I want to say ask you, does detoxification help to streamline the process so that whatever diet you're on, you know, becomes more effective and you see better results? Absolutely. That's that's the reason why that is the first key. I mean, um, my plan is based on uh, four keys that I apply to spirit, soul, and body, and that's detox and cleanse nourish and fuel, intentional exertion and exercise, and rest and reboot. So detox is always first because until you get that piece in place where you've kind of got your body in that reset mode where it's it's cleansing all those those chemicals and things that we're just bombarded with them. Right. And so your spirit and soul where you can you know, we have some different exercises that, you know, I, I suggest in the book as far as, you know, your your thinking and your beliefs and all those things just weigh you down. You're carrying extra weight. That's what detoxification mm-hmm. does. So, yes, I feel like that is a very critical first step to any weight loss plan. I love it. I love it. And, you guys, don't worry. We're going to share more about her book and how you can get your hands on it um, if this information has really just got you jazzed or if it doesn't but you feel it's going to be very useful to you, we're going to share information or I'm going to let Ann share information with regards to her book and how you can get your hands on it. But I still want to peek pick at her beautiful brain just a little bit more and ask her some more questions. So now, Ann, you know we have all these types different types of people, um, you know, you have some people that are slow to receive the information, but once they get going, they're consistent, you know, and, they, and they're 
I want to say steady and consistent. Mm-hmm. And we have people that are real quick to grab the information and they do it real for a while and then they, you know, flake off. <laughs> and then we have people that kind of take their time and indulge in the information and, you know, gradually incorporate things into their lives. What would you share with the person that is, um, I want to say this, is, and this probably is the most hardest person to work with. But would you, what would you say to the person when it comes to diet detoxification or eating healthy to the person when you're trying to work with them, and they're the ones that quick, they want all the information, fast starters, but pooed out in the middle. What would you? What is a tidbit that you could share with them when it comes to receiving the information that you want to bestow upon them, but not? not so much where they get it and then they poop out. That is that is such a great, great question. <laughs> and really one of the foundational aspects of any of my of my plan, of my book, of when I work with clients is taking baby steps. I mm-hmm. feel like um, I try to make it very clear to clients that all they have to do is begin. Take one small step and be consistent with one small step for three weeks. You don't have to do it all. Just do that one thing. And that will lead to another step and then another. And before they actually realize it, they've made some really meaningful changes, but they do it so gradually that it becomes effortless. And mm. I, I had, a, I had a, a client, and she was just so funny. One of the biggest things that I stress is drinking adequate water. And so I always tell them one half your body weight in ounces of water is the basic. I mean, if you're outside working in the yard and it's 100 degrees outside, obviously you're going to need more. <laughs> But right. that's the basic, and um, a, qu- a quarter of a teaspoon of natural, unprocessed salt for every 32 ounces you drink, because that properly hydrates your cells, and and it just it makes a huge difference in energy, and you can't you can't digest properly in order to lose weight if you're dehydrated. You can't even right. process emotions properly if you're dehydrated. So this one lady, we had talked and talked, and she said, well, okay, I'm just going to start doing the water. I said, okay, great, terrific. So gradually she built herself up to the hat, one half her body weight, and she did that for about three weeks. She did nothing else. She changed nothing, did not change her food, did not exercise, didn't do anything. And she mm-hmm. lost weight, and she couldn't believe it. And I said, well, but that was, a, that was a baby step, but baby steps are powerful. Right. But then when she saw that just doing that one thing made a difference, then she was like, okay, well, maybe I can take the next step. Maybe I can, you know, um, maybe I can do the detox weeks. Maybe I can do that. I can give up grains for two weeks. I could do that. She just took each step. She did fabulous. I mean, oh, wow. she likes about That's 40 pounds. Yeah. So people, often they think that unless they make these huge sweeping changes all at once, that they're not going to see results. But that usually backfires. It's what happens the way you described it. They're all gung-ho and they're doing everything all at once. It's like right. saying, I'm going to work out an hour every day. And after the first week, you're like, forget this. I'm not doing right. this. Right, right. So, you know, I think, I, I, I think that that's, that's a big thing that people, you know, that I try to stress so that they don't get to that point where they're just, you they want to quit. I'm, right. yeah, I'm exhausted. I can't do this. This is too much. I think what happens, um, and, you know, be it or not, but I think what happens is it becomes, they get overwhelmed. Yes. And they want to see the results so quickly. Right. Right. So they right. try to do everything. But trying to do everything is so stressful mm-hmm. that it be, they become overwhelmed. And yeah. so they stop doing anything. Exactly. And um, it's just like, no, I get, I mean, I, I, you know, I get, I get you want all of this, but I love how you shared, and, and this is a negative goal, you guys. 
um, with regards to taking baby steps. You don't have to eat the the whole pizza to be satisfied with pizza. You can take a little bite or a tiny slice, you know, and still have the luscious, Okay, backtrack. I'm not going to go to pizza. Let's do the Greek <laughs> salad. You know, I'm, now, you know, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I could go for a Greek salad right now. But you don't have to eat the whole Greek salad. You can right. eat. You can start with maybe just picking the feta cheese off or, you know, the cucumbers or just right. the lettuce or right. indulging in the olives and savoring mm-hmm. that, you know, and then moving on. Uh, doesn't that sound right. good? Oh, that's, that's really good. <laughs> I know. I'm terrible. I know. But it's just taking the baby steps and Eventually, right. you'll eat that whole Greek salad up, and it'll right. be no problem, and it'll become exactly. regular. And I love that because I think from what I'm listening to you say is when you take the baby steps, the results you see actually become more sustainable. Yes, yes. What you're, see, I, I, I just don't want people to say, well, I want to lose 20 pounds. Well, okay, that's great. That's terrific. But you don't just want to lose the weight, you know, and look great for the summer and then put the weight back on and then have to lose it. And put 40 back on. Yeah, put 40 pounds on for the winter. (laughs) Exactly. You want to make this um, long-term change, and it has to be a lifestyle change. You have to change how you think about food. You have to change your habits. And that takes some time, and doing it gradually is really the most effective way to do that. And then long term, you want to be healthy. Bottom line is you want to be healthy. You want to have right. energy. You want to look great. You want to be able to do the things that you you have to do in front of you. And that's not just drop getting to a certain number on a scale. That's being truly healthy, and that's spirit, soul, and body. Mm. Oh, that sounds so yummy. I love it. I, I love it. Um, now, you know we have all these different types of weight loss plans, so to speak, um, and some of them are low protein, high protein, no protein. Um, can you share wisdom about the about first of all the what what a protein is, just in case you know people are confused, mm-hmm. and the importance of um, having protein in our diet? Well, that is extremely important and. And the thing is, after water, protein is the second most abundant substance in your body. Proteins make up 75% of the dry weight of our body's cells. So um, protein is just, you know, it's a foundational thing. And I, I, don't, I don't personally believe in um, eliminating any one macronutrient. Protein, carbs, and fat are three macronutrients. And mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't say go carb, you know, no carb, because that, that's not healthy. Or low fat, look where low fat got us. Everybody's overweight. Low fat is not healthy. <laughs> low, right. Low yeah. fat got us more fat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I don't encourage that at all. And I also... Protein is definitely important because of what I just explained, but I don't advocate a super high-protein diet either because that can cause problems of its own. I mean, your body can use about 30 grams of protein after you work out to replenish muscle. However, whatever you don't use for building muscle back can be used for all the other functions that protein does. You you use protein for um, collagen in your skin, for um, to create hormones. You you need it for all these different uh, functions in your body. Um, however, if you don't use it. Excess protein can also be converted into uh, glucose, and it's used to make energy. So that's a process that's known as gluconeogenesis. So protein can be converted to glucose, and so your body, if you're really active, you can use that for energy. The problem with that is if your body doesn't quickly burn that glucose, it can then be converted into fat, so you're thinking, okay, I'm going to eat a lot of protein, but 
it, right. if you're overeating it, it doesn't get converted back into protein. It gets converted into fat, so it can be very counterproductive for weight loss. Um, I recommend in in the book eating three to four ounces of clean protein at each meal, or if you're not eating a protein that, you know, say a, a, a meat or something like that, you know, two or three eggs or a protein shake. Um, eating enough protein in this way throughout the day, especially during weight loss, is essential to maintaining your lean muscle mass. Um, and, and really three, four ounces is plenty for most people unless you are a really an athlete uh, or you know an elite athlete or you're a weightlifter or something like that really or if you're a, a, a bigger man you may need a little bit more maybe six ounces but overeating it like i said can be very counterproductive um it, it, too much protein can actually activate the metabolic pathways that can lead to cancer development so I've oh, never wow. recommended large amounts of protein, um, but especially for people who are older, say fifty and up. Frank, it, it's you know, it's important. You said something. Hold on, Anne, because sure. you know what I'm just thinking. You said something really important that I think people um, need to hear again with regards to protein and glucose. Can you just say that point one more time? Because I, I think that's hugely important. Sure. Um, excess protein, if you're eating more than your body really needs, it can be converted into glucose and it can be used to make energy uh, and that's gluconeogenesis and that's that's great. Your body can use that as energy. However, if your body doesn't use that glucose it is it, it can be converted into fat and so that really is counterproductive for weight loss and for health right Definitely. that's huge yeah. that's huge um with regards to and I, I just want to stay on the protein and the glucose mm -hmm. um just a, a tad bit one more you know just a little bit more because um diabetics this is this is perfect information mm. for diabetics and do you work with diabetics or people do. that are pre I do. okay can you just share a nugget of gold with those that may be diabetic that may be listening or have family members are diabetic or have been told they're pre-diabetic when it comes to um the whole protein and and the intake of that and also um, why it's important for them to monitor um, their intake of it. I mean, I know you just shared shared that, but this I want it to be specifically to those that are diabetics because they, they're very special. I, I've worked, especially what comes to mind is one lady I worked with last year who was um, pre-diabetic. And so, you know, she asked me, she's like, what do I do? What do I, how do I do this? What do I do? And, and really... The plan, what the book lays out, is so perfect because you can adjust that to someone who has an issue with blood sugar. Keeping your protein moderate like that, three or four ounces, but having it throughout the day, have it at breakfast, a lot of people think, okay, I'll have oatmeal. That's a healthy grain, right? But if you're diabetic, your body is not converting those food. You're converting everything to sugar. And, and most right. of those grains and things, those are going to convert to sugar quickly, whether they're the good, uh, you know, complex carbs or not. So my, my suggestion is it's important to have the clean protein in a moderate amount and to really keep... The grains, I don't like to say low-carb specifically because eating a lot of non-starchy vegetables is terrific. I mean, big salads and things like that. Um, it's the grains and processed sugars and, and, and certainly not artificial sweeteners because that's a whole other story that we won't even get into right now. Right. You have to avoid those things and you have to really be aware because 
your body might process it a little differently. You know, I mean, the, the lady that I worked with, some people do great with beans, which are very high fiber if they're diabetic. And, right. And, they, and they, there's protein. It's a good protein source, and they're, they're very high fiber, and fiber is important for people who are trying to manage blood sugar for sure. Um, but beans did not work well for her. Her metabol it just did not work well for her. That's where that whole you know, uniqueness comes in. You have to pay attention to how foods are affecting you. And if you're testing your blood sugar, you'd see, okay, that's one of the other big things, keeping a food journal. If you keep a food journal and you test your blood and you go back and say, oh, my sugar was really high after this meal, then you can see what, if you don't try to remember it, have it written down. And then you can say, okay, maybe I'm going to just, Eliminate that food and see how I do. And you can really work things out so much more easily when you can see it that way. Same thing with weight loss. You might have a great week and work out and do all these things, and then you've gained two pounds, and you're like, what do I eat different? Or or my stomach just feels funny. Bloated. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So then you go back and look. My daughter had that that happen. She said she was she bought a gluten free granola for just to switch things up every once in a mm-hmm. while. She likes to have that with yogurt as a snack. Mm-hmm. She said I was noticing I was just feeling bloated and my stomach and gassy. And she goes, I realized yeah. the granola. So, she, but mm-hmm. she has she's been keeping a food log, and that's how you go back and look and say, you know, what, I'm going to skip that today and see how I do. Right. And so that makes a big difference. Wow. Thank you so much for, you know, sharing that information because I think, you know, not only is it important for diabetics, but it's important for all of us. All I mean, of us. You know, you, it's funny because I had I, I chuckle when you said that, you know, because there's times like, and particularly us women, times of the month where, you know, mm-hmm. I work out you know, three to four times a week, sometimes five, depends. And there's times that I work out and I'm like, ooh, I look so good. My abs look good, you know. And then there's times I'm working my, and this is the funny part, there's times I'm working my butt off. So say maybe I worked out four times that week and I'm looking at my abs, what abs? You know, I look like a big bloated, you know, <laughs> you know yeah. like I'm about three months pregnant. And I'm like, what the heck? Right. I've been working out hard this week. And then it's like, okay, what did, for one, what time, what part of the month is it, right? Right. And then right. what did you eat? Yeah. What did you eat? Because, you know, I'll be bloated and then I'll be kind of gas. And it's like, what did you eat? And I can mm-hmm. always kind of like, okay, it must have been X, Y, Z. I figured, mm-hmm. you know. But, um, you know, it it can be very discouraging to us. But, sure. then again, having the information available as to doing our food journal yeah. helps us to go back and say, oh, you know, yesterday I ate, this was what was different that I ate mm-hmm. versus the previous day. Exactly. Previous day I didn't eat, in a, you know, so thank you for sharing that because I think that's huge. And, yeah, it might be a little time-consuming or a little, you may have to think about it You at know first. what, it takes five minutes it really there are apps you can use. I have a little notebook. I do I handwrite it. I like to do that. Mm, it takes me no too. time to write down my meal. And I write down my exercise, whatever I did that day. I mean when I work with a client I usually give them a, a sheet. I I print it out for them or I email it to them and I but there's questions, you know, it it might take them seven minutes. I mean, they write down what they ate and what time and how much, but also, did you feel bloated? Did you feel dizzy? Did you feel tired? I mean, those are the things you need to pay attention to because then you'll see, okay, something's not agreeing with me. And that does, you're right. And hormones are a big thing. You're right. Time of the month for Mm. a woman, that's huge. Mm. Huge. Yes. It it can be very uplifting or very... But it's all—it's just all in that present moment, you know. That moment moves on, right? That's right. um, So, so now I want you to share 
You, do you just work with women only, or if there's some gentlemen out there that are listening that think, you know, hey, I like what she's saying, and I have these issues, um, do you work with guys as well? Absolutely. I, I will work with anyone who has an open mind and is ready to make some changes. I, I, I actually work with men quite often. Usually it's at the urging of their wives. Um, <laughs> The first client I ever worked with was a man, actually. Um, women are usually most often the ones who reach out and ask to work with me. Um, and I also feel that when I can work with a woman and help her improve her own health and habits, mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. impacts the whole family. Yes. Um, you know, usually women are the ones who shop and prepare meals and care for the children, so empowering them to make better choices and giving them the resources and the support to walk it out impacts whole families, which is really on my heart. Um, I'm a I'm grandmother now, which I'm thrilled about. I have two grandchildren now, and children's health is a really big concern to me. Um, oh, and that's why yes. I really do enjoy working with women. But I work with men quite often, and um, they're great to work with. I mean, there was one man that that he was just so dialed in. I mean, he just took everything I, I gave him, and he just implemented it and ran. He got off cholesterol and blood pressure medication and avoided going on um, metformin for diabetes. So oh, he great. Just made all the changes. So, yes. I definitely will work with anyone who has an open mind. Oh, I love it. I love it. So now is the time of the show that I would like for you to share your information, particularly let's start with your book. Tell us just a little bit about the book and how we can get the book. Sure. Well, the book is on Amazon, and you can you can get it there. Um, it, it is called Today is Still the Day, a Blueprint for a 3D Life of Wholeness. So it it's not a diet, although it has all the meal plans and it has all the specifics of my plan. It's a blueprint, and okay. it's not just for weight loss. It's really to be healthy, spirit, soul, and body. Mm, I love that. Um, so there you guys have it. If you're interested in her blueprint, so to speak, um, or what the book entails with regards to that, you want to go pick it up at Amazon, and it's right. called Today is it's Still, still the, day. the Day. Now, if someone wants to get in contact with you and work with you, how do they reach out to you? Well, and I I would love for them to visit the website. Um, it's um, you can either go to these are this is all written out in words. Three dimensional vitality dot com t h r e e and dimensional vitality, <laughs> or you could go to anmusico dot com. It'll take you to okay. the same place. Um, uh, and you can you can see there's uh, you can have a free fifteen minute consultation. Um, you can. There's a free newsletter you can sign up for. There's uh, a seven days to feeling great challenge, a free one that you can sign up for. Um, and you can also email me, uh, Ann A N N at three dimensional vitality dot com, and um, you can ask a question or just you know ask me whatever you want. I'm also on Facebook and uh, Twitter, and you can certainly you know, um, reach out to me on any of those, in any of those places as well. Wow. Well, there you have it, you guys, our wonderful guest, Anne Munziko. And um, I've, I really enjoyed the conversation we had about just the holistic aspect of, um, eat, you know, eating, weight loss, weight management, detoxification, and Love everything that you shared. So thank you so much for being a guest on Blissful. Oh my gosh, being a guest on Blissful Living. And you you guys remember, you're very welcome. And you remember, you guys, you can pick up her book. Today is still the day at Amazon.com. You can reach out to her at three dimensional vitality.com or annmusico.com. And go, I highly, highly suggest that if you have been piqued by what we've been talking about and conversing about today, then check her out. It doesn't hurt. She offers a free consultation. You know, nowadays free is, is 
is a good thing because there's not too much stuff free that you can get nowadays. So go ahead and check out her her site, and it'll be posted everywhere, you guys, as well. And so with that being said, again, I want to thank you, Anne, for your time and your wisdom and your nuggets of gold that you bestowed upon us that we can use immediately to make some changes in our lives. And I want to thank you listeners for tuning in. Please feel free to share the show with everyone you love and care about. And remember, this show today was sponsored by Anne Musico. So please, please, please go check her out at threedimensionalvitality.com or annemusico.com. And until next time, this is the Queen of Feeling Fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson, saying I'm wishing you peace to your mind wellness to your body, and tranquility to your spirit. Take good care. And I want to also thank our corporate sponsors, Blissful Living, the number for you.com, and alldaycableinc.com. Take care, everybody, and goodbye for now. You can find out more about Rochelle on her website, Rochelle Lawson, R-O-C-H-E-L-E, Lawson, L-A-W-S-O-N, or at healthhealingwellness.com. Or just click on her websites from the webtalkradio.net page right in front of you. And, of course, you'll want to come right back here next week for another episode of Blissful Living. Thanks for joining us.